Welcome back to another episode of Trading Secrets. I'm your host, Jason Tartica. Welcome to the pre-market trading segment, where we talk a little bit about what you can expect from today's episode, some things you need to know going on in the market, and a little update from my personal life. Today, we have Tyler Cameron back on. This is the second time he's been on. He was on about a year ago. So since then, there's a lot of action, and we're going to cover it. Does Tyler have a significant other? Does Tyler have a TV show? Does Tyler have new real estate projects? What is the lowest amount that has been in Tyler's bank account in the last year with a lot of moves that he has made? And we all see him on special forces right now with two weeks left, heading into the breakdown. Does he get through the course? Does he finish? And most importantly on Trading Secrets, how much was he paid to be on the show? That, I think, will surprise you. One thing you should know about this episode is Tyler and I are really good friends. And like he said, when he comes on Trading Secrets, he always has conversations that he never has on any other podcast. I think that has to do with the depth of our friendship. So you're going to see that I get put in the hot seat a little bit on this episode. And I put him in the hot seat in this episode. We go back and forth. The banter's good. But we talk about all things, personal life, social life, financial life, business life, and a good update of what we can expect from Tyler moving forward. He does talk about his aptitude to be The Bachelor, what it would cost and why, and what the future looks like for him in TV, media, and business. So more to come on that. Now, some things that you need to know going into the market this week, it's really interesting that the idea of the sentiment in the United States is actually decreasing. There was a survey recorded that there has been a decline in consumer sentiment for the fourth month in a row amid concerns about high interest rates, escalating conflict in the Middle East, and Russia and Ukraine. So that is four months in a row that we have seen consumers in the United States worried about the economy. The University of Michigan's preliminary reading on the consumer sentiment also showed that consumer short-term inflation expectations rose to the highest level in seven months. We also saw another statistic come out in the last week that 85% of U.S. home buyers think it is a terrible time to buy right now. Those are record highs. Now, while all this is happening, the stock market's soaring. U.S. stock indexes rose modestly, maintaining positive momentum after a rally in the previous week produced the biggest weekly gain so far in 2023. In the last week, the Nasdaq added more than 2%. The S&P 500 rose more than 5%, and the Dow finished with a fractional gain. So what's interesting is we're seeing sentiment change. We're seeing U.S. consumers tighten up. We're seeing U.S. consumers for the fourth month in a row terrified with what's happening next. We know U.S. consumers are saying it is a terrible time to buy a home, yet we're seeing the market move in ways that does not connect to those things. It's a peculiar time. If anybody out there has the crystal ball and knows what's happening when and how, please let me know because right now it's just a lot of confusing messages. A lot of the time they say, when the public thinks one thing, do the other. So if 85% of people think it's a bad time to buy, that could be an opportunity that's actually a good time to buy. So more to come. That's a little bit about what's happening in the market. A little update from my personal life. I was in New York last week, had a great time doing podcasting, work events, did some work with the agency, went to UFC with Prime, Logan Paul's drink. And now tonight, Monday Night Football, I will be at the Buffalo Bills game with Screwball Whiskey, waking up in the morning to head to Vegas to do a deal with Nespresso and Full Swing Netflix. And then I'm doing a deal with Salesforce.com and the F1. So it is a busy week. I am traveling like a madman. But you know what? It's all going to pay off because in December, I think I'm going to pack it in and just coast for the rest of the year. I hope you guys are having a great week. Let's ring in the bell with the one and only Tyler Cameron. 
Welcome back to another episode of Trading Secrets. Today, I am joined by social media personality, fashion model, and Bachelor Nation fan favorite. He's actually much more than all that. I just can't pump his tires in person because it'll make me sick. Tyler Cameron. We had the chance to sit down with Tyler earlier this year where we discussed his life before Bachelor Nation, professional modeling, and everything in between. After a successful season one, Tyler accepted an opportunity to join season two of Special Forces, World's Toughest Test, which debuted at the end of September. The series gives contestants a taste of what it's like to become a Special Forces agent by competing in an array of challenges designed to break them down physically and psychologically and push them into dealing with incredibly different reality. Today, we are going to learn about Tyler's experience on the show and all the ways it affected him physically mentally, and financially. How was he able to leverage his role on the show to make more money? Does he have an OnlyFans? Why does he choose this show of all shows to go on, especially when he said he wouldn't be The Bachelor? Does he see himself doing any other TV shows? What does his business resume look like? This is going to be a Tyler Cameron tell-all from after Bachelor to current Tyler, thank you so much for being on Trading Secrets. Of course, man. I'm excited to be here. It's always fun. We always dive into some cool things that we don't really get to talk to normally on other podcasts. So I always love this one. Yeah, this one's always fun. And I always like have all these notes. And then I usually with you just end up throwing them out just because you and I keep in touch a lot. And we have so much to talk about. Yep. And I think that's a good segue. To but you're breaking all my rules about exes. What are your rules? Like, if you're an ex, you're gone. You like, you disappeared off the earth for me. That's your that's your relationship. Yeah, like, really. I, I don't, you know, we. I don't text you. I don't call you. I don't yeah. look at your. I, like, I, I, like, your Instagram is muted, gone. Yeah. You know, blocked. Whatever it is, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Okay. And it's hard too because you're two public figures. You know. Yeah. But I mean, y'all were just at Chris Harrison's wedding together. Yeah. You, first thing you do, you, you got you know, you post a reel. You're in her. I'm like, oh, Jesus, what's going on here? How was that? Uh, all right. Well, so you're real quick. Let's go. To, I'm going to answer the question. Look at this. Now I'm in the hot seat. Uh, this is probably payback for the Gigi Hadid clip I got from you last time. Yep. yep. But um, what are your go to your rules? Like rule because now now you got me intrigued. What are your rules with exes? Do you just have one rule? You don't? Yeah. Just, just shot them out. Out, okay. out of sight, out of mind. Okay. I try to I try to stay away from okay. ever. You know, when we're done, we're done. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's not done. With, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what where you guys are completely in that. But like for yeah. me, when I know it's done, done. Yeah, like it's out of sight, out of mind, muted, blocked, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to see you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to talk to you. So that you can heal properly. So I can heal. So I can get yeah. away from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'll you, maybe you, you handle things different. I don't know. That's how I've always handled it in the past. Right, always. Like, and I've always never been a guy that dips his feet back in the water. Like, when it's closed, it's done. I'm kind of like that with never with stick business and stick back in the oil. Right? I don't do that. <laughs> I love the Florida boy lingo. I think even after you said, I'll stand 10 toes for Jason, mm -hmm. I never heard that. Is that a Florida line? Down, baby. 10 toes down. I'll tell maybe it's your camera and yeah. the Cameron lines because your dad could write a book on these lines. But like, I've always been the guy that doesn't, you know, door shut, move forward. This is a lot different, a lot different. Five years, two years engaged, and the dogs. So I don't know. I will tell you this before we went into that weekend, I had not seen her once. And we, at the last time I saw her, was when I moved out. And I would say that I would describe it that there was a lot of energy that we were both holding, and it wasn't maybe the best energy. Mm -hmm. And then when we saw each other, didn't know what to expect, but it was great. It was friendly, it was cordial, it was respectful. Was it, it was hard? Like, 
you're on the dance floor trying to enjoy the wedding and then you look over you see her on the dance floor trying to enjoy like, does that feel what's that feel like it was like there are times because i didn't dance with her but there are times i would dance and she was at the table like shout came on i started dancing and at that point we were in i felt like such a friendly healthy place from our conversation that i looked at her and pointed at her like you know shout this is this is my song but like, you know and i was like you got to get out here so the time spent, and it's weird how a wedding could do this, created uh, just a, what feels like a much healthier, sh- strictly, strictly friendly experience. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where it goes from there. I don't know. All right, then another, right, this is my last question. Jeez, this is, what is this, Trey? Am I in the hot seat? You're yes, the host you now? Are, you are. We have a podcast together? Yes, yes because <laughs> this, this, this dumbfounds me. Okay, let's hear it. The dog situation. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and maybe dog lover. I'm a dog lover myself, but maybe dog yeah. people may get mad at me. Yeah. But I'm like, you got to get those dogs to Caitlin. You got to give her 100% custody. And, 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 you know, why do you think that? Because what happens, Jason, when you're dating another girl one day and you got to always go back and go grab the dogs or always, you know what I mean? Like, it's just always going to keep you guys intertwined and connected, or you got to go there and grab the dogs. And she's got a boyfriend or fiance or a husband one day. And it's like, you know, it just, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, well, I think it's almost like a healthier thing to go get yourself a dog or go, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it adds a massive, massive layer of complexity, 100%. But I also think, as opposed to like planning for those situations, which I typically do, and then I overthink, I'm currently just living in my existing state this second. And what do I need to do for me? Like, if you look at like a restaurant, you got the appetizer, you got the desserts. The main course, like right now, there's only one main course and it's focused on me yeah, and what as, I as need, right? Because I just need to figure that out. For me, those dogs are my everything. Like mm-hmm. I need them in my life. Like I need them. I need them in my life. And so how this works right now is I have an assistant. She has an assistant. They talk to each other. They do the scheduling. When we drop them off, we have yet to see each other up until this weekend. Maybe that'll change. And so we're, what we're doing right now is we're splitting the month where the first half she gets the month. In the second half, I get the dogs. So it, for now, it works. But I, do, I, I would tell you this, that every single person in my inner circle, which I consider you in my inner circle, advises me to say, if you keep the dogs, you'll always be connected. And being connected could have challenges and could also create pain for you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about training secrets. We talk a lot about money and, and life. But also what I've learned through this podcast is that your personal life impacts your social life, impacts your financial life, impacts your professional life. So that's why I like talking about all those things. Mm-hmm. And I usually only have the chance to go there with very good friends and you're a very good friend. So let's continue that discussion. Last time I had you on, I already referred to it. This is the clip, everyone, that went viral with Tyler. And you only have $250 in your name. How do you pay for it? It goes to me, dude. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I got $5,000 in my bank account. I don't know what my next job is. And I'm dating Gigi Hadid. What was that like? Not even 5000 I had like 200 You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I've been going on dates. You know, this is like my early days in New York City. I'm living on Matt's beanbag. Have no money. But I'm like the happiest I've ever been because it's like the world is wide open to me in New York City. I can do whatever I want. And I remember I'd be going on dates. I'm like calling Pops up to the guy. I'm like, Pops, like... I think my credit card's going to go through. I need you to send me some money right now. <laughs> He's like, you got it, son. Go get it. That is the clip that went viral. Now, Tyler, I got to ask you. When we talk about dating, earlier this year, you had talked about you dated Gigi. You've dated models. You've dated actors. You've dated actresses. 
Gigi Hadid is now single. Have you talked to her even once since you guys ended the communication? We've had some, you know, back and forth here and there. Yeah. Like catching up. Like stuff. recently or no? No, no. No. Okay. Like a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. If you did ask her on a date, you think she'd go on a date with you right now? Duh. No? No, I said duh. <laughs> All right, all right, fair, fair enough. And has, and we're going to get into the professional side of Tyler in here in just a second, but has the dating game changed at all for you? Like, do you have a different approach towards things? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely taking a different different route in the way I'm looking at dating, completely different now. This last year has been the most challenging, toughest year of my life, and really also kind of flipped to me what's important, what matters, and whatnot. So now the way I look at dating is so much different, and I just want somebody. I don't need all the glitz and glamour. I don't need someone who's in the spotlight. I just need somebody who's down to go and roll with me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, this one's going to get, you know, someone who's down to rock with me. And, and, and you know, everyone gives me shit because I sold him that rock with me saying. But, yeah, no, I want someone who's just, like, down to, to, to get into it with me. You know, whether it's raising a family, whether, you know, I don't want, I just want someone who loves what they're doing, is passionate about what they're in. Yep. And it can be anything. If it's making acai bowls, it's making acai bowls. If it's modeling, it's modeling. But, you know, I think I'm trying to simplify my life, simplify what I'm doing, focus on what's in front of me. And I need someone who's, a, who's down to go on the ride with me. I love that. Uh, I think there's a way to connect what you're looking for now versus what you were looking for then to all areas of life. Because I think there are people back home that might even feel that way about their job, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they were chasing this and this, but then they had this paradigm shift. Uh, it could be relationships. They were chasing this and this. They had this paradigm shift. It could be the relationship with money. They're spending all this. They had this paradigm shift. Talk to me about that moment. What was it in the last year that went Tyler Cameron, New York City, got to be dating a public figure to Tyler Cameron, I'm looking for someone who wants to rock and build a family with me? Yeah, no, I think in the past, it was like, I didn't come this far to come this far to just date somebody. From back home or wherever, you know, I wanted to go meet models and actresses and and and, and have fun in this world, you know. Yeah, and I did it, and it, it was very shallow. It was very empty. Like you know, I, I've learned to. It's hard. I think it's hard for two industry people to be together. Okay, because I think uh, they have to be so much for themselves and promoting themselves. Yeah, you know, um, that they, they get lost in that. Like I've, I've I was really into this girl, uh, like last summer or a year ago or whatever it was and I was like this is the girl I've been wanting to date since like before I was anybody and we were dating and we we're going out and all that stuff but she was just so consumed in what she was doing in her work that like it made it very hard for us to ever build anything and like it was all about her social media and this and that and all that and I was just like this will never grow into anything because we can never come any you know like I'll always be third or fourth you know yeah like it just it just felt like it was never going to go anywhere and, um, which I think, you know, work should become first, second, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just felt like family and kids and all those things were just never even a thought. It was just like, they'd rather be posting or doing things for social media than growing something that's real and, you know, can last outside of that, you know? Yeah. Um, but this past year, you know, I, w- I worked on some major projects and, um, realized like got back into what hard work was, you yeah. know? And I think in New York City, I was running around and having fun. And I was working, doing events and modeling here and there. But you're waiting around for the next job, the next dinner, the next gig. And 
It'd be like a Tuesday. I don't have anything until Friday. So I'm going to go out on Tuesday night. I'm going to go out on Wednesday night, you know? And it was just a very unhealthy, unfulfilling life. And when I got home and I decided to change what I was doing and kind of got back into real estate, I got like this fulfillment. I got this excitement. I got this, you know, days where I'm working. I get up at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. every day. And then I'm done at like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love that because my schedule's full. I'm hustling. I'm busy. There's always something new going on every day. Was building restaurants, renovating houses, whatever it is, you know, social media stuff still. Like, it's so much more fulfilling. There's so much more work down there for me. And I love it. I love being busy. Gotcha. So it was that transition of the type of work, the last relationship you had with a public figure, plus the transition of being back home, doing different work. And then being around people that have already created families, that have already done the things that you want to do and say, hey, that's what I want yeah. out of life. You might hear what Tyler said and said, okay, you got two public figures that are working and you have to figure out what your priority levels are. I deal with the same thing in my relationship. We work full time and we have to deal with our priority levels. No one here is asking for any form of sympathy. I think I, I know and I could speak to, and so can Tyler, this whole media entertainment world is extremely fulfilling and feel beyond fortunate in so many ways to be part of it. But I can tell you as someone who was in a public relationship, and I could tell you in owning a talent agency too and working with all public figures A to Z, if you're all in on it, it's the most consuming profession I have seen of any industry. The reason it's so consuming if your heart's committed to it is because the speed at which you need to move to stay on top of everything Every trend. is 24 7 100 miles an hour. And I've never in an industry seen people lose steam quicker, right? You could be a doctor, have a bad year, you're fine. You could be an athlete, have a few bad games, and you bounce back. Mm -hmm. What's weird about this world is one day is equivalent to like one month. So one day you're not in the game, one day you're not focused, one day you take off, you're gone, you're behind, and Mm -hmm. the next deal's in front of it. So if you let it consume you, it will bury your entire life, this yep. industry. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and like social media and that work to me is the, the least thing I like to do. Yeah. I hate it. And, and people don't realize, like, like you said, you got to be, if you're not posting or doing stuff, you're watching and scrolling and seeing and keeping up with everything that's going on. I can't do it. I hate it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have people on my team that try to help me with it and they're yeah. trying to keep up with the trends and keep doing things. But it's something I don't find joy in. I don't, you know, I hate doing it. I have a hard time going to these events and putting a face on them because I don't feel like that's me or who I am, you know? Yeah. But it's something that you, you got to play the game. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, it's been a great gift that's been given to me, and I got to figure out how to make the most out of it. Yeah. You know? But, like, I feel like when you're dating someone else who's in it, you know, someone who works a typical nine to five, five o'clock, they should, mo- most people can put their phone down and be done for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, and then the rest of the day is y'all's. Yeah. You know, when you're both influencers or this or that, your day doesn't end ever. 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 It's cre- unless you control it and, and controlling it. And so there's hard. always a dinner. There's always something to go to. All, yep. You know, and like, people are like, oh, that's a glamorous life. Shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, Even like back that. home, I'm, I'm doing these dinners all the time to meet new, you know, investors or to meet new donors for the foundation and all these things that shit's grueling you yeah. know like having to be up be on all the time and at the end of the day like i'm not this big extrovert i'm like an introverted relaxed chill person that has to be up and be all this all the time 100 you know? percent. i get that if i won the lottery 
tomorrow, the first thing I would do is delete every social media I have. Yeah, It'd be I'd number be done one. with social media. I want to also touch on the fact that you said hardworking project. You said real estate. I got to at least put you on the spot. When you're trading secrets, we talk about work stuff. There is buzz around there that there's some kind of TV show with Tyler. You've mentioned hard work. You've mentioned real estate. Can you speak to anything? Is there anything? Can you clarify anything? We got something. We got something in the, in, in the can coming in. Okay. I'm very excited for it. Okay. But that's really all I can leave it at. Okay. We'll take that. That was something. Rumors are it's a show. We'll find out. Let's see if we can get an answer here. There are other rumors that you've been approached to be on other shows since we last spoke. Have there been any other reality shows, dating shows, competition shows that have come your way? We know you went on special forces that you declined or no? Not really. That's kind of just, it's kind of what's been special forces. We had another show before special forces that didn't work out and we ended up declining. Why'd you decline it? Well, for me, I was down to do it. But here's the problem with me. Yeah. And why my agents get mad at me. Why? Because something sounds cool and fun. I want to do it. It's a yes for me always. So you're telling me I'm going to go to Australia and hang out in a spaceship with Marshawn Lynch and Ronda Rousey and all these people? I'm going to say yes every single time. And I was just like, Australia's got the most beautiful women in the world. So I'll go hang out there afterwards. You know, like I was like, this is a win-win. As he's like, I'm the family guy. Yeah. Well, maybe you find someone over there all to right, family all right, with, all right, you know? All right. But uh, yeah. I, I saw I had an opportunity for that show. It didn't, you know, it didn't work out with what I was working on. Timings didn't match. And, okay. and then uh we and so we had to you know say no. So then you would have done it, but they said no. They made you my say agents no. didn't want me to do it all either. Okay. Okay. Last time we talked, you had said that you would have been the bachelor for one million dollars and if you got to host an ABC show or the mm-hmm. bachelor, if they come to you right now and say we will let you host an ABC show and a million dollars. This is 10 months or so, maybe almost a year since you answered this question. How would your answer change and would it change? Send me the contract. Send me the contract. I'll look at it. One million bucks? I'll look at it. And the host? The host for the next 10 years. Okay. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. You would need 10 years. Yeah, I need, and some options after that. And, some, <laughs> and you want residuals. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you'll never be the bachelor. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, Jesse's got to retire eventually. Okay. You know? Because we talk about work on this show. You have a very extensive hosting experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you would feel perfectly into that. Yeah, I mean, from my time as the host of Architecture, you know, (laughs) I think I have everything in my resume to prove that I could be the guy. (laughs) You got to give credit to where credit's to. Jesse Palmer's TV hosting resume is so intense, so deep with yeah, like guys, ABC and the guy's Disney. Been killing it forever. He's been, yeah. I mean, and same with like Chris, who obviously had the previous job. Those are true professionals. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, I don't know. What, I think where, we, do I, where do I fall as a professional? It, in if they're hosting, true, then what am I? You're like, I would say if you put like a Jesse or a Chris Harrison at like a 10 from a professional TV host, I would say you're like a two and a half. Okay. What would you put yourself at? <laughs> what would you put yourself at? 5.8. 5.8? 5.8. you hosted Barkitecture? No, because after what I just hosted too, that'll come oh, out. Oh, shit. Okay. You just went to a five in my book. Yeah. You just yeah. went to a five Maybe in my seven, book. actually. How, yeah, depending I like on how funny that. I really am. I like that. Yeah. yeah I will say, I think it, of all the professions out there, I do think hosting is certainly a skill set. And I, I know that you need the experience. You've obviously done teleprompter work. But come on. We've all watched The Bachelor, The Bachelor. Dude, Jesse and, and Chris, they've had to come on, say, gentlemen, <laughs> Hannah is sick today and we're going to cancel the cocktail hour. Please resume with the rest of your night. 
Man, I could do that shit. All right, here's the deal. If you can put your 10 toes down for me, I'm put my 10 toes down for uh, Chris Harrison. He That guy did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He was in, in TV anchor work. He's done. Oh, yeah. Dude, his resume I mean, is so deep as far. But I agree. I, here's what I'm going to say. That's what you kind of you took the words from me. TV hosting. While you need a resume, while you need the experience, you have to be a professional. I will say, you've done teleprompter work. I've done teleprompter work. You've done live TV. I've done live TV. You might have done something with the show. More to come. And you can learn. I think if you're a natural speaker, you can learn it pretty quick. Well, one thing I can tell you, I'm not a natural speaker. Yeah, but you're fucking natural good looking. So you got that going for you. All right. Anyway, moving on. So you'll never be The Bachelor. And even if like, <laughs> I mean, I got to float this since we got the banter going here. Even if they came to you to be The Bachelor right now, like, could you? Is Tyler Cameron an eligible Bachelor? Would you qualify for what they need to be The Bachelor? Sure. <laughs> He says it with such confidence, yet so much uncertainty. I'll let you guys read into that and you can figure it out. Social media. We're going to get to special forces, everybody. Social media. Mm. Let's talk about the business real quick. Yep. Uh, this year, how has social media changed for you when you think about either growth or monetization? Um, it's interesting. Uh, one thing I've always learned um, is that when every time I'm on TV, the growth comes back. You know? So... Like I've seen the numbers recently. Like we're almost about to hit 2.3. And we started wow. probably this year at 2.2. With like, so we probably grown like, like 80,000 this year. Do you notice, so TV obviously with Special Forces, big show, Fox, big cameras. Do you notice the same type of growth with anything else? Like if there's a big PR splash or there's a big, I don't know, anything else. Is there anything else you can connect to growth right now other than just being on a big network TV or no? Not really. I mean, maybe you have something funny or something hit or viral for a little bit and you yeah. might get a spike. Yeah. But I mean, when TV comes, it's kind of like a slow grow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, but I mean, yeah, so I think that's been a big, you know, another change and I think reels now. Yeah. Like you have to post a reel every day. Have to. I had a meeting with Meta the other day and it was like, how'd you get a meeting with Meta? I don't know, my team. So they get you a meeting with Meta. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And they kind of, they kind of, give you like the lowdown on like what's happening, how do you do with things and whatnot. And it's all reels. They're just, everyone's trying to convict or, you know, they're trying to keep you on the app as long as they can. Exactly. Yeah. So it's reels, it's TikTok, you know, it's competing with TikTok. It's all that, which I'm like, this, there was such simpler times. Such simpler times. And I was like, can you guys just hit me with the green button, you know, and make my shit, you know, I know you yeah. got a button back there that just makes everything happen. Yeah. Like, just get the hit. Tyler Cameron switch. Yeah. You know, flip me on again. Yeah. Guys, you know? <laughs> But, but no, it's, uh, it's interesting. You said that about the reels. I have noticed when I have a reel that pops off, I will get a big spike in, in following mm -hmm. growth. Reels are always going to go more viral than a photo, but also too, you know what has always blown my mind and I don't know why no one's ever started this. What's that? There's all these shows on Bravo. Yeah. Summer house this, and they just pluck these random people. Yeah. Right. Why don't you? Why doesn't somebody pluck the best personalities of Bachelor? I mean, these all, all these Bachelor Nation people have been on The Bachelorette and Paradise, which they're always sharing, you know, TV time with with a whole lot of other people, and yeah. they still get these massive followings. Yeah. Why hasn't someone done a summer house with Bachelor people and not make it gimmicky like Paradise or? all the other Bachelor shows where they have to date and they have to do these things. No, like 24-7 camera, like real world just, vibes. Yeah, let them. Why, if, they, if we were mic'd up at that wedding, 
Like it would have been the most unreal. I'll never forget this. Caitlin and I just start talking. First time we're talking. And in the corner, I've look, I'm looking past her because in the corner of the eye, because everyone's fun and friendly, mm-hmm. Wells is like this and Ben's like this and Chris is like this. So they're all like kind of fucking with oh, us. Yeah. And I just start laughing. Caitlin's like, what are you laughing? I'm like, the peanut gallery. And mm-hmm. they're like, hey, they're all watching us. Exactly. And you think about so many people out there. You talk about business. I could write a book right now on things happening in Bachelor Nation that no one knows about except the little talks of mm-hmm. like who's talking to all this shit. It's fucking insane. But people love them being But together. people don't know it. And if they knew this shit, it would be nuts. Yeah. And you, and you get, I mean, there's, there's great personalities and funny people. Yeah. Put them all in a house somewhere cool. Yeah. And let them all hang out. Let them go out. See and, what happens. And you think about like challenge shows. Like you guys just had boxing in Special Force. Mm-hmm. Imagine some of the people you Why know, isn't there a challenge? Boxing, you know? And just put them in a house, let them get drunk. Put $200,000 in front of everybody at the end. Be like, this can be yours if you make it to the end. Or even do And now you think about all the businesses people have after that, like kind of compete and collide with each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's so much there. And even why isn't there a, a bachelor con? Think about bachelor con where you mm-hmm. get all the different seasons from like Trista on. Yeah. Where, like they could do so and, much. And I was at an event last night with Sammy. She's from Summer House. And she goes, there was 30,000 BravoCon fans in Vegas for that. Right, and you know we're Bravo. They're Bravo stars. Yeah, but you, she's like, you would have thought we were Beyonce. Yeah, you know, like people crying, people, people having us on their shirts and everything. Like, which is amazing. It's so cool. It's like, why has no one capitalized? Especially because Bachelor. The big thing with Bachelor is the community. Mm -hmm. It's the community is so engaged. Like on Reddit and all these different blogs on Facebook. And, and that the reason we can spin off into different careers after the show is because it's how engaged the community is. So you imagine if they did that on this level, it would be absolutely like magnificent. And I don't know why, but I think it's a huge miss. So anyway. Why don't we EP on this and, and go pitch it? Let's do it. The only problem is if we'd run into competition issues with ABC and we don't want that. Why, why would we run into competition issues? You want to collaborate with them? No, but everyone's out of contract after a year. Why can't they? I did my own show. You've done other shows. I've done Fox shows. Why can't we just conglomerate everybody and put them just in? put them all on a show. Put them all on a show together. Honestly, you're right. Should we do this? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Moving on, social media, I got a couple more questions. I saw on Chicks in the Office, you talked a little bit about this. My team, actually, the agency I run, we have some fans of yours that are work for us, and they often will bring up your, when a pitch comes up or a deal, they'll bring up, oh, Tyler's videos. And needless to say, the girls love it. They love your OnlyFans videos mm-hmm. where you're pretty much naked filming. I have a couple questions on that. One, who, who films that? I don't know. Okay, that's a secret. The, 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 that's for everyone to try and figure out. If there are people out there that are interested in a new career track and they want to apply to be your creative director for filming, our job Send openings open. In. Okay. So actually, no, we are talking about this t- today, honestly. Okay. Is we have people that I'm working with, right? And shifting things around a little bit in, in my work. Because what's most important for me right now? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm building houses, renovating houses. That's kind of where I'm going to push all my content content to is renovation and fitness okay and so i was talking to tate who runs social media for me okay and i was like what is going to be what's most helpful like another project manager to do these projects yeah or somebody to help you on the social media because her load is huge but I'm so also, she's like tate's your creative director yes but i've also handed tate a bunch of jobs okay you know 
like maybe filming you while you're working out. Tate is <laughs> Tate is my super host for for Air, like I have two Airbnbs. Okay, so she's host. She's like the host for those and the the back end work on Airbnbs and we're on host away and so we have host away which connects to VRBO and 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 Stripe and all these payment things. You know, it's just it's a it's a full time job and totally. But she's also doing that. She's doing social media. So it's like, I was like, do we need to go bring somebody else on? Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's part time or full time to help lighten your load up, so you can, you know, so you so we can get more social media for the housing stuff we're doing, all these other stuff. Because, you know, the things that I've seen hit the most for me and help the most is when we post about fitness or we post about like house renovations. Okay, so I agree with that. The only thing is that people and they're listening to this right now. They're very, very engaged to your personal life. Mm-hmm. Your dating. I mean, I would argue and say the number one most important thing to Tyler Cameron, outside of building your niche, which are those two things, fitness and and in real estate now, are one hundred percent what is happening in your dating life, mm-hmm. what is happening in your personal life. People have followed the story with your mom and your family and become attached to your non for profit and everything. So I, I think it's important to not lose sight of that too. Yeah. You know? The issue, like, you talking about, like, posting about, like, my dating and who I'm with and whatnot? Just, like, opening. People want to follow your journey. That's why they're mm-hmm. so attached to you. And, yes, your journey is fitness and real estate now, but they also want to follow your journey. Yeah, and I think there's a time for that. Yeah. But I think when you open up dating to the public, you open it up to everyone's opinions. And I don't think everyone's strong enough to sit there. Fuck, that's true. And not understand everyone. That's and fucking not, true. You know, everyone has opinions about your relationship. How you should treat each other, how you should do things, you know. They don't and that bleeds you. into your relationship. They don't, it bleeds into your relationship. They don't it's understand true. your humor. So for me, I'm like, if you really like someone, you should protect it. You know, I respect that. Honestly. And so I don't know I if I really want to go into that yet until maybe when it gets really far down the road and we're talking about getting engaged or yeah. talking, you know, taking those steps because I know how to handle people talking shit about me or talking down sure. on me or whatever. I don't know if everyone else knows. And they can say they do yeah. until it happens. You Especially know? when you just mentioned you're looking for someone that's not in the public light. Mm-hmm. You, I'm telling, I mean, you, dude, you'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. And I think for the most part, we've had it pretty good. But that first swarm of like hate, that first fuck up you have when you're getting just blasted, you want to melt. Like I got, I got goosebumps thinking about it. It, it it, your heart starts to sink. You're, but that was years and six years ago. Now it's like, whatever. Okay. Even on the flip side, even that first swarm of good and crazy fun, good the buzz about it. The high from that. The high from that. Yeah. You know, and I, and I argue all the time. Not argue, but I look at people's public relationships. Yeah. You know, people I know. And I always look at it, y'all. I'm like, are y'all really in it for each other? Yeah. Or are y'all sticking around because it's almost a business at this point. Yeah. You know, and that's no disrespect. Or anything because I, I I dated a girl's you know one girl who she crushes on social media. the one yeah. the one that went yeah. public quick yeah you know it, it was I, I felt the high and the excitement you know and but then I realized it wasn't it you know yeah. but I, and I was like I could stick this out because you know like that goes in your thought process like maybe you stick this out because of social media success yeah. all this stuff but then yeah. you realize that stuff's not going to make you happy you have to lay down that person next you know at the end of the night and there's a lot to be said for that. I want to ask you a quick question on social media and then we can get out of social media. With that, you were posting a ton of the fitness stuff, a ton of the shirt off, a ton of the thirst traps. Respect it. You're grinding. But do you, are you doing that because you're trying to niche into fitness? Or are you doing that because like you're seeing massive engagement, growth, stuff like that, business Bo- side? Both. 
Okay. Both. Okay. I definitely want to focus more on fitness. Engagement goes as higher. Like those videos pretty much almost always hit a million views, you know? Yep. Um, so, you know, that's always good. Are you in the creator pool where like you get paid for views and stuff? And no, I don't know how to do all that. Yeah, stuff. I know. I was thinking about that too. I got to do that. Um, but okay. Got it. All right. Moving on. I want to ask you, <laughs> we're going to get into special forces. Before we do, let me just bring up a, a article that I actually had to reach out to you about. Here is the source, the U.S. Sun. Ouch! Special Forces Tyler Cameron reveals which ex-bachelorette contestant didn't make the show because he was too weak. Tyler was specifically talking about me, and Special Forces did not reach out to me. That was a lie. If they did reach out to me, I would not be too weak, you sick son of a bitch. What made you say that? <laughs> no, you so, want to go toe-to-toe? So, so we they, already fought in a UFC ring. I'll do it again. Uh, and guess what? You were on your back. Let's, oh, I was not on, on my back. But guess but So what I was trying, but I, they asked me, I was like, do you have any, like, any of your buddies, could they do it? And I was like, I think I said, you know who definitely can't do it? <laughs> You're well, out of your too mind. mentally weak Are and soft. Are you fucking nuts, dude? I would run circles around you mentally. Oh, my god! Mentally, I would oh run circles. Physically, I still think I would go in the I would but, one Like, you want to talk about a pay-per-view event? I, I know you got height on me and you got, you got weight on me, but I would go and I'd go and knock down with you. Yeah. They, they wouldn't let second. you. They wouldn't let you. Oh, yeah, they would. Not for your own sake. For your own sake. Call <laughs> I'm a tight end here for the Florida Atlantic Owls. Okay. Right? 6'3", 230, mean as hell, big full of steel. <laughs> yeah, see, you don't want that. You don't want those problems. Uh, anyway, Tyler is full of shit. I am not too weak for No, I think you'd be great on it. That was my way of trying to get them to ask you. Good, we'll get them to ask you. Yeah. Let's go. I want to ask you. You said, talking about not being weak. I, I actually will take my words back. I think you're extremely mentally strong, and I know you're physically strong. We've worked out. You are a monster. Um, and you also have an incredible discipline. So I, I do take those words back. And I, I, I mean, no, I, I think you would, I think you would do really well in the show. I appreciate that. Thank you for endorsing me now after I just pumped your tires. But I want to ask you about that moment. You're standing up and you're supposed to call them staff, right? Mm-hmm. And you're puking as you stand up. Yeah. I've never seen in my life a human stand and be able to throw up like that. Like what, <laughs> what was that moment like for you? The, the problem is, is like, you're so scared of them because you don't want to go through more of what you've just gone through. Gotcha. You're like, just all I want to do is go home and get to my bed. Yeah. You know? So whenever they say, if they say stand up, I'll stand up and just throw up. I don't care. You know? Yeah. I'll throw up on myself. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the punishment because quitting is not an option for me. Do you think, is this one of the toughest challenges? You've just ran the New York City Marathon. The hardest thing I've ever done, Jason. Does it compare to the New York City Marathon? That day of pulling that boat was harder than the New York City Marathon. Wow. The New York City Marathon took me my worst five hours and like six, five minutes, I think it was. Yeah. My best was like 4.15. Okay. Or maybe probably worse than that. Um, that was like a, the only sea probably three minutes of that whole boat carry. That was four hours, okay. five hours. Yeah. Worst time of my life. Okay. You've seen people quit on the show. You said you never would quit. So what does that mean? What level would you go to? You're on this show. What does quit mean to you? Like dying? Getting hurt. You'd go to death or die? Or Getting like hurt. hurt. Yeah, there's times, man, I'm running down the hill. And I'm like, man, I, I wouldn't mind if I tripped and fall right now and broke my leg or stepped my <laughs> collarbone. This is, is an honorable way to go out, you know? Wow. But, but you'll see, man. Like, right. I, I'm not going to give anything away, but yeah. 
there was they had a they had they had a check on me. There's two weeks left. Seven contestants remain: Jack Osborne, Bo Miller, Jojo Siwa, Tom Scandival, whatever his name is, Nick Vial, Aaron Jackson, yourself. Of that group, other than yourself, who would you say is the toughest? I would say the toughest, Aaron Jackson and Jojo Siwa. Who's the weakest? Who's the weakest? Out of that group? Mm-hmm. Probably have to go with... Jack Osborne, Bo Miller, Jojo Siwa, Tom Scandival, Nick Vial, Aaron Jackson, yourself. Tom Scandival, cheating on his girl. That's weak. Oh, he goes with the safe answer. <laughs> okay, so you were asked to be on Special Forces. When you were asked to be on Special Forces, did you know another Bachelor contestant would be on? Um, I, I, when I got the call, they told me that Nick was going to be on. Okay. And I was like, oh, all right. You know. Yeah. Because you and Nick weren't the greatest, but no. we've learned you guys have come around. And yep. He was at your event this mm-hmm. past week. It was That's great, et cetera. I saw that you had mentioned that you did call Hannah Brown. You, Hannah Brown was a winner of Special Forces. Mm-hmm. Do you think your season has been tougher or easier than her season? I will say our season's got to be harder. Why? Because the cold is just debilitating. Okay. Like, the, like I'm, I'm a Florida boy, so I love the heat. Yeah. And no disrespect to what they went through, because no matter what, cold, hot, it could be 70 degrees and perfect out. They're going to get the absolute best and worst out of you. Okay. Like that's, what they're, that's what the sergeants do, you know? Yeah. But when you're in the cold and your feet are always wet and your feet are always cold, your body's always shaking, you're burning calories and working all day long. It just saps all the energy out of you. All of it. So, like, being in the cold by far is way worse than being in the heat. Why did your team allow you to do this show but not the stars? They said no show? at first. And how'd you get them to say yes? So my agent said no. She's like, I don't think it's, it's you know, she, I don't want you doing competition shows. Like you did a dancing show. I don't want you to just be known for like the guy that just sticks around doing competition shows, yeah. you know? Um, so we, we, I was like, well, I want to sit on it. I want to think about it. Let's come back. My manager, we all sit down. Agent, everyone talks the next day. Manager kind of gives his pitch on it. He thinks it's a good idea. It was like the number one male audience from like six, like from like the age sixteen to forty demographic. Interesting. Which I don't have that demographic. Yeah, it's totally different. You know, ours. yeah. So it's a good way to get in front of them. Um, and it's eight days. You yeah. know, oh, that's not bad. No, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. You know, so um, I was, I was yet, I wanted a break, man. I was, I was going through a hard time mentally, uh, and I was like, I, this would be a way to get away. How many people win the show? Is it just a one winner thing? It's not a winner. It's a passing the course or not. Oh, you got to pass the course. Mm-hmm. Okay. The value worth it or no? Yeah. I mean, the, the, what I went through physically, mentally, um, emotionally is, is invaluable. Okay. The, the staff, what they put me through, um, they are so emotionally intelligent. Um, they make you go through your past. I think you see next episode me break down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they make you write uh, these letters back home and they're called death letters. So if I were to die, these are the last things I want you to know. Damn. I want you to, you know, and I wrote one to my dad, one to my brother Austin, and one to my brother Ryan. And a lot of it is like, you know, I just want you to know, like, mom would be so proud of you. I'd mm. be so proud. Of, you know, I'm so proud of you. But you don't always tell your yeah. siblings that, or your dad, or your brothers that. And I think men too, we don't tell each other things. Yeah. A lot, you know? So having to say all that and share all that, man, just brought it all out. And it taught me that there's still a lot of pain and hurt for my mother's passing, yeah. you know, that I'm dealing with. And, of course. Uh, of course. 
so it, it, it was really, really good. And, uh, you know, and, and just the, there's no way to experience, it's just an unreal experience you'll never, ever get to do ever in your life. And I would be like dying and I'd be looking over this mountain range. I'd be like, well, I'll never get to do this shit again. This is amazing. Yeah. I think, I think that's super, super special that you got to do that. And like what it did, like how you grew as a person. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, when I, it changed my whole habits when I came home, I came home, got back to like being an early riser, lifting, yeah. putting discipline back in my life. I kind of like, getting focused. for the most part, kick booze out of my life. Yeah. Like I'll do it. Here and there, like for I event. tried to drink with him last night. He said, "No, I'm good." Yeah, like I just to me, it's you know, someone said this the other day, and that's so cheesy, but it's so true. Is like drinking tonight's is, is is stealing from tomorrow. It's it's cheesy, but it's right. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is right. I think one of the things too you talked about grieving. Obviously, something I've been dealing with, and of course, at a whole different level that you're still dealing with mm -hmm. your mom. And it's it's interesting when you learn about the stages. I always think of things like with stages of grieving. It's like, okay, I'm a big checkbox guy. Okay, you check this one, you go to the next one, you check this one, and then you fully grieved. It's not like you'll bounce. I've noticed that I bounce back and forth between grieving of sadness and clarity and bargaining and anger. Like you bounce through at different times, different things bring up different forms oh, yeah. of grieving. And even once you have acceptance, you'll still sometimes grieve in other ways. Of course. Right? And bounce back. It's ways, dude. It comes in waves. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Even relationships, man. That's oh, stuff dude, takes 100%. And I didn't even realize I was still grieving yeah. about a relationship a year and a half later. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is just side effects of how I was because of how I was feeling then trying to find some type of solace or peace and I was doing it all the wrong ways. But, yeah. You know, then took me hitting rock bottom to figure out like, damn, I was still trying to recover and and find a of a void or something to fill that empty space. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm glad the show did so many things for you. We just have a few things left. In a recent interview, Tyler, you were asked if you would go on Love is Blind. So we wanted to take things a little further and see which of these reality shows you would go on just based on your intuition. We're not saying your team agreed to it. You get offered to go on Big Brother, would you go? No. Would you get offered to go on Survivor, would you go? Yes. You get offered to go on Amazing Race, would you go? Yes. We'd be funny partners. You get offered to go on Love Island, would you go? Love Island, Love Island. No. Okay. You get offered to go on Too Hot to Handle, would you go? No. You get offered to go on The Challenge USA, would you go? Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to do another little rapid fire. We call it the Mayhem Market Breakdown. Do you invest in the market? Uh, somewhat. Okay. What do you invest in? Um, I, really, I mean, in the market, I kind of let my advisors handle that. I, we're looking at, I'm looking at doing a chunk and four in the core right now. Okay. Because they're, they're, they were like at 120. I think they're now like around like 77. Okay. And I think they're they're here to stay, and they're, they're you know everyone needs that big box store for flooring. You okay. got to see it. Yep. Um, so looking at trying to buy while they're low right now. Okay, someone's right now looking at a stock. Any stock? If you could give one Tyler Cameron stock pick, um, this is not a trusted advisor. All the bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Whatever he says, if you pick it and choose to use it, he's not responsible for it. One stock. What would it be? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, like buying in Jacksonville, buy, Florida? Buy, buy okay. high in Jacksonville. Okay. Or no, buy low. <laughs> buy Jacksonville. Okay. Because um, that's where I'm buying next. Okay. Um, I'm working on a house right now I'm looking at to buy. Okay. Um, it's, there's just so much happening, so much going on. Downtown. I, so I haven't been in Jacksonville probably about a year and a half. Yeah. And I've always been in talks about doing stuff with them. I'm working with this development crew up there. Um, and... Within a year and a half, downtown has evolved so much. And that place was dead a year and a half ago. Yeah. Things are changing. 
The Four Seasons is going in by the stadium. A new stadium's coming. They're, they're, I mean, Jacksonville is about to get a huge upgrade. So buy Jacks. Buy Jacks. Yes. All right. So market, we're talking about the stocks. We're talking about where to buy in the market. When we talk about the market, we talk about Tyler Cameron. Is Tyler Cameron on or off the market? Tyler Cameron is the market. (laughs) What a fucking answer. I love it. Before we wrap, I just want to give you the opportunity to promote from any which way you can uh, your mother's, uh, a little bit about the Gala Foundation based on... um, Foundation, man. It was incredible. Did you have fun? I had so... And if you're listening to this, when Tyler does his Gala next year, get a ticket. It Mm -hmm. will be the most fun you ever have. Yeah. Our Galas aren't Galas. They're parties. They're ragers. Yeah. And when we got up the next day, I'm like, oh, we're brunch. It's going to be chill. Get some eggs and relax. No. no. Shots, music, dancing, yeah. it, pool party. Yeah. I threw it a party for, I threw a party the next day for all the big donors and all of the people who came out of town sure. for this. And, and that was even, you know, a big party there. But yeah, no, it, I mean, I try, my mom was always a partier, most fun person in the room. She was always that light, you know? Yeah. Um, so we try to, you know, always, make that happen whatever we do an event for the foundation so we did that um it's definitely sparking some more ideas for you know next year of course gal is gonna be big again like that um but we want to do like a like a a big country fest we want to do all these things now within you know that it's also like a cheaper ticket so Mm -hmm. like everyone else can show up and buy because our tickets are six hundred dollars yeah they're no joke it's expensive you know but i want to make things for everyone in the community to come to i want to do bar crawls i want to do you know, I love throwing events, love throwing parties. I have a great crew that makes sure it's a good time and fun always, you know? Yep. Um, they, my friends show up for it and they show out. Um, so, yeah, we want to keep doing that. But what, what's so amazing about all these events that we do is, you know, I think our goal was to try and raise enough money for 10 scholarships. Okay. Um, and that's what us and the board is set on right now is like 10 scholarships. We raised $500,000 that night. Wow. Right? That's not, that's not net, but it's like our gross. And what I want to do now is I want to up that number of scholarships. I thought about doing like a, like a learning center and schools and all that stuff. That's a, that's a lot of work. Maybe that's down the road in the pipeline. But I want to just increase the amount of students now we can affect. 500,000, how many scholarships can that get around? So if we were to dedicate all $500,000 right now, yeah, we could do 33 scholarships. Wow, tuition. you blew that away then. Yeah. You blew so, that away. So of course there's it's gross, so there's yeah. things that got to come out of it. Of course, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you know, I want to push it to 15 or 20 this year. And just think about how much we've grown. Yeah. The first year we did it, we did two students, and we couldn't even put them on full scholarship. Wow. So what we did this year is, well, we had our, then we had our gala, so we were able to do five more. Full, then we did full tuition with these students. Wow. And now we did this. We gave all of our students who didn't have full tuition, we covered them, now full tuition. Wow. And then we have, now we're going to add 10 more. So I want to add 15 or 20 more, but that's, I have to push the board about that. That is awesome. It is unbelievable what you're doing, making an impact while having fun doing that. I want to give a quick shout out. We did a rewired talent management package. So people that we represent and work with came together to put a package so that it could be auctioned off. So that money could go to Tyler's uh, foundation. Rob Gronkowski signed a football. Um, Danny and Pasha from Dancing with the Stars did a virtually choreographed wedding dance. Uh, Pilot Pete offering himself up for a coffee or drink date. We got five copies of the Restart Roadmap. We got six bags of whole bean special grade generous coffee from former bachelor Ben Higgins. We got two Real Housewife star Jill Zarin and Alan 
Ali Shapiro. They offered their exclusive candle and paddle ball set. And then we had a songwriting session to create your own song with Nashville-based country singer John Gurney. Shout out to them. Shout out to you, Tyler. Uh, go to the next gala. Check out the new foundation. I got one last question for you. The last question is, you were on the show in 2019. It's now 2023. There is the argument to say Tyler Cameron is hotter and more successful than he's ever been right now. Even when you just got off the show, dating Gigi Hadid and, and breaking up with Hannah B. When it comes to branding, when it comes to business, what is the one thing you'd attribute that to? The one, uh, just hard work, discipline, and being true to yourself. Okay. You know, um, I think the reason why I've only stayed this long and some people love me for it, some people hate me for it, they've just been me. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I've had, I've made my mistakes. I've done good things, I've done bad things. But overall, I've just been me. I love and uh, I think I was me when I was on the show. And that's what all my friends say. Like, you know, I always saw Tyler on TV. Mm -hmm. And that to me is like the biggest compliment I can get. Because I know a lot of people that go on this stuff. And you've seen it. You've seen people on your show. Yeah. They all change up. Oh, yeah. You know, they all get different. And yeah. uh, I just, I'm, I'm me. You know, yeah. and I think that's why I've been able to stay where I'm at and keep going where I'm going. We actually talked about it before the team and I, before we have a lot of bigger guests on. You know, we got their PR team. Their PR person shows up. Like five people walk in the room. They have to have every question talked through. They get, they do their answers. They speak real. They speak from the heart. We have to edit ninety percent of it out. And I was like, "Listen, Todd's going to come. He's going to say what he says, and everything's going to stay. That's mm -hmm. just how he rolls. Yeah, it's just who exactly. he is. And if he wants anything out, I'll take it out. I'm going to do this. I've never done this before on the show. Earlier in this episode, you were drilling me a little bit. I'm going to do this. This is off the cuff, just so everyone knows." I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask me one question. It could be any question. It could be anything like, what's your favorite color? But I don't do this. I've never done it. Maybe it's a new segment we add. You can ask me any Ooh, question. Yeah, one question. Yeah, one question. What will the one question be? T-C. One question. One of my favorite questions I always like to ask people is, if a dollar never mattered, what would you do? Well, I'm going to go professional one impact. I've always been obsessed like true crime. I don't know why. When I was in high school, I did an internship at the police office. I just always loved it. It's something I've never pursued because I know the money and work environment's terrible. But in another lifetime, maybe even this one, I'd love to be like a criminal investigator or a forensic specialist or something with like crime. It's like something about getting the bad guy. Mm -hmm. It could be FBI, just something about getting the bad guy like intrigues me, entices me. And I don't know. That's just something I've always, I've always been, I think, like, very like, intense about. Or, like, I fucking bullies. Fucking hate them. Take it. Like, always wanted to take down the bully. Always wanted to step up to that person. There's just something about it. I don't know what it is, but that drives me. And then the other thing is just impact. Like, there are so many people. I think what you're doing with your scholarship works amazing. We actually just talked about, like, got to start doing something to give impact. Because we are so fortunate. And there's so many people in this world that need so much, whether it's financial help to support education, it's housing, it's just food. Sometimes it's just like someone to lean on to talk to with mm -hmm. mental health. So many people need help out there. And I feel like I've been very fortunate in my life, blessed with two amazing parents and a family and health. And I need to do more to make like an impact. So it would be something driven with like really, really making an impact, yeah. something I want to work on. Trading secret two from Tyler Cameron. Yeah, I think this has been the biggest uh, trading secret for me since leaving the Special Forces. Uh, it's kind of the, the way I try to live my life. Um, discipline will carry you when motivation won't. So 
form these habits, get real discipline, um, make your bed, do all these things. Um, because there's going to be days when you feel like crap, you don't want to do it, you're not feeling excited about what you're doing, but that discipline will carry it over. I love that. Yeah. So lock in. Remember, discipline carries you when motivation doesn't. I love that. And I think about that. My first thought just went to how many times do I go to the gym not wanting to fucking mm-hmm. know, right? But I'm just like, I got to do it or go for that run. Yeah. Discipline will carry you when motivation won't. Won't. I yes, sir. It. All right. Tyler Cameron, where can people find everything you got going on? Tyler J. Cameron on Instagram. Andre, or ACCFDN on Instagram for Andre C. Cameron Foundation. Check it out. We're right there. Two episodes left on Special Forces. Let's see if Tyler can cross the finish line and finish the course. Thank you for being on this episode of Training Secrets. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Always a fucking pleasure. Always. Ding, ding, ding. We are closing in the bell to the Tyler Cameron episode. He's been on the show before. He is back. What an episode it was. Always love having Tyler on. It's always nice too, David, when you have a friend on because you can take the conversations in directions that you otherwise can't do when you just meet someone for the first time. So I really enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Curious Canadian, what do you got? Yeah, he was on and he'll be on again because he's absolutely electric. And just like you said, there's no better person. I'm your friend. I can come on here. We can banter back and forth. When I see someone, a guest, come on and be able to chirp you and kind of, you know, make a little comment, it always gets me a little fired up on my end. So uh loved having Tyler on the pod. He's just always up to something. Always up to You know, to we could bring him on 10 months, 10 months, two months, six months, two years, doesn't matter. He's always going to have something to give us, um, some stories to tell. So, yeah, he's just he's got to be one of the, the 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 fan favorite guests that we have on. He's what's yeah fan favorite. I love. He always says I love. I think he said it when we started. I love coming on this show because like because of our banter and our chemistry, you always get a side of me that people don't, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. I think what's really cool is like what people don't give enough credit for. We had dinner after, and the whole dinner, dude. All he's talking about is like different creative ideas of things that him and I could do together. Like he had a show idea. He had a real estate project idea. He had a new business idea. He is an extremely creative guy. He doesn't give off like big imagination, artsy type creative, but he is. And it's pretty impressive. And I think that's why it leads to your comment. He's always got something going on. He's always got his feet in something, doing something cool. Well, I love your guys' relationship because you can tell that he leans on you for that stuff. Like he loves sitting down with you to talk about things he doesn't get to talk about with anyone else. And us as viewers and listeners are lucky that we get insight on those conversations too, because it did seem very, very natural. Um, A lot of the conversation that you guys talked about was around special forces. Um, It's probably one of the only reality TV shows that I haven't seen yet. And just hearing you guys talk about it, it's going to get put up on my list to watch pretty soon. Um, Judging by what it sounds like, harder than the New York City Marathon, like puking standing up, like absolutely to the brink. Do you really think that you could do that? Yeah, I could do it. I could do really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm fucking, my, men, my mental strength is fucked. I'll go until I'll die. I would go until I die, truly. I, um, I want, I would I want get to broken. see you on it. I would get broken. I would be shaking. I would be, I'd probably pass out, but I would just go till I died. I would just do it. I, w- I would be so curious to see you on it first off. So I'm all for that. Fox, get my boy on your show. I think you'd be, <laughs> I think you'd be very, obviously physical specimen. Guys jacked three ways out of his mind right now, which we love. And he's pretty high emotional intelligence, guys. So let's put him to the test, Fox. And I want to see if you guys can break him. But um, I, 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 one concept I really liked, not to get too far in the weeds on the show, but the death letters. Um, just, just sitting down and writing those things and, and showing them to these people that you would never get to. Um, 
I just thought that that was a really, really interesting concept um, that I think probably helps you want to get through it once you start investing the emotional side of things like that. There, that's a, that's also a therapy tactic, um, like grieving someone that's still alive and going through the process of like, like even like, you know, writing about their funeral and imagining that they're gone. And it's a, it's a wild perspective. It's a wild thought process to think we need to stop and pause. We need to really think about what's in front of us and the depths of what we have because we run this life at such a fast speed, just going through the emotions, and tomorrow it could all be gone. And I think about that, and what is the first thing you think about? You think about your parents, right? Mm -hmm. We both have healthy parents that love the shit out of us, that have given us great lives. And it puts in perspective when we're having tough days or tough moments. Those people are still there. We can still call them. We could still say, I love you. And not taking that for granted, that was a good reminder of that. 100%. And his trading secret kind of ties into probably his success on the show. I know the show hasn't finished yet, so we don't know exactly how he does. But when he said, discipline will get you there when motivation won't. And I just think like... I loved it. I love that. I loved it. And when you're in that moment, special forces, and like you got to get through it, like the discipline of... You know, getting one foot in front of the other and establishing routine, something I need to apply to my own life a little better right now. I just, I took that quote and I was like, he's absolutely right. He is. And I think just getting, it's a good wake up call for everyone, you know, especially going into the holiday season. I feel like our discipline just goes to shit and have fun. Don't beat yourself up. But like, let's put some boundaries in place. Let's put some, let's put some discipline in line for like what we want out of this next year. Because I agree with it. The amount of times I'll go do something even though I don't want to do it because I know I have to get it done, that's discipline. That's not motivation. One thing that you try to do right by everybody listening is try and get out of them if you're single or not. Um, you threw in the nice little market question. You threw the bachelor update in there, seeing if he's quote unquote eligible. I see you out there poking and prod and doing your thing. I like that. I like that. A little reverse psychology. Based on how I poked and pride, Curious Canadian, what do you think? Uh, well, he did talk. You guys did talk a lot about relationships and, and social media. And he said, he goes, you have to make sure that when you go public, that both people in the relationship are strong enough to deal with the opinions of others. My my curious Canadian guess is that I think he's I think he's a little deeper than he maybe be letting on with someone. And I do think that this person isn't in the spotlight. And I think he's doing his best to protect her. I think he's doing his best to protect her without really, you know, it taking away from his his personal life and his professional life and career opportunities that may came up. So, um, David, I agree with that breakdown. I agree with that breakdown. And if the Money Mafia agrees with that breakdown, go give us five stars. Give us a review. Let us know what guests you want or what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. Every single episode, when you give us a review, the week after, we go through the reviews and at random pick one person to win something from the influencer closet. So we have a winner. Carmen V.S. Ask my boss for more money. I listen to the podcast regularly. I hear so many awesome tips and tricks, but I often get discouraged to apply them to my own life, but not this week. After hearing your rich BFF saying that we should ask for 10 to 20% raise every year, I knew that was a kick in the butt that I needed to finally have the conversation with my boss about compensation. I'm a woman working in a male-dominated industry, and I knew I was already one of the highest paid people in my role, but I also know that I'm still very un underpaid compared to market rates out there. I had all my market data and performance review prepared. I walked into the conversation confidently. My boss is requesting a market evaluation, and we'll see what comes of it. Either way, I felt so empowered to advocate for myself 
mostly because the constant tips I hear on this podcast every week. Thank you for making everything transferable to anyone's life so that we can take things away from it. Keep up the great work and thank you for that review. Guys, go give us five stars. Remember to subscribe. You have no idea how much it helps us. And David, I got to just say this. I'm in New York City and you know, you know, every now and then you're lucky and I'm lucky enough that people will come say hello and stop me. Every single person, David, every single, we're batting 100% right now. Anytime someone stopped me, anytime, the number one thing they're saying, I love your podcast. I listen to it every week. It's the podcast now, man. Let's go. That's what it's all about. I remember when it first started happening right around my bachelor party when the, you know, 2021 when this thing got kicked off and you're like man i hope there's a day where people start recognizing for anything but the bachelor the back the fact that this podcast has been the vehicle for that uh is incredible those reviews are incredible it makes us feel really good about what we're doing so keep them coming keep listening keep applying these tips and tricks to your life love to hear it i love it and if you ever see me just say the podcast just bring it up you have no idea what it means to me it makes me so beyond proud because what we're trying to do here is have impact have some entertainment and have fun. And David, I know we got to talk Tyler Cameron. We only have a few more minutes, but we need to talk about the fact that Carly Waddell last week literally went absolutely viral with her Lady Gaga comments. There have been over 40 million impressions based on that clip all over the news. I mean, all from this podcast. That's nuts. What, what's, what's Lady Gaga's little crew called? Are they the monsters or something? Yeah. Yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Monsters were probably all over Carly Waddell and the comments uh, protecting their girl, Lady Gaga, even though Carly's comments didn't, they weren't, you know, harsh in nature, but you know, trading secrets, we've broken some news on this podcast before kind of goes with the name of the podcast. I think what Carly thinks too, is like, obviously Carly doesn't want to be beat up at all. Like, and she, you know, I don't think she thinks it's like very fair based on like what she was saying and how she was saying it. But I think uh, she's more like, Hey, they're all talking about me. Good for me. I'm like, good for you, Carly. You said you wanted to be the one being interviewed. You were the one interviewed, and now people are talking about it. So let's go. Yeah, and, uh, and if I'm doing my market research before I hate her, I'm going to be like, well, let me see how good she is. Let me yeah. compare her to Lady Gaga. Now I got to go listen to her music. So, you know, one step, you know, one step back, two steps forward in her situation. She's getting clicks. She's getting listens. She's growing up. She's blowing up. She's doing the music, and the music, you need numbers. And boy, at least she has some eyeballs. So, David, anything else behind the Tyler Cameron no. thought process, the Tyler Cameron train? No, Tyler Cameron's great. I mean, there were so many things you guys covered. I could have gone on a lot. I'm pretty devastated. He said, no, he would not be on Love Island. I'm a Love Island guy. I think he would crush it on Love Island. But other than that, Tyler Cameron, I mean, we'll probably have him on in six months, a year from now. Here, what he, he he did keep alluding to this one thing that he's doing that he can't talk about yet. So I'm curious to see what it is because I think it's a sounds like a little bit of a TV role, a little hosting gig, a little something, something. So curious to see what he's cooking in the pot there. But always great to to have Tyler Cameron on. I know our, our listeners love having him on and probably love looking at him too. So um, yeah, it was great. He's a stud. I will tell you, I took we took a picture together. I'm about six foot one seventy. I'm probably like 180. He is 6'3, 220. And there's one picture, David. I just want to get your reaction. Like, it literally looks like a child. It looks like David next to Goliath. Like, hey, God, let's see what you got. How small do I look compared to him in this photo? <laughs> that looks like uh, when you go to school and there's like a big brother, little brother program. It's like yeah. he's a senior and you're a freshman and you're just like, yeah. 
I am a little peanut compared to that guy. He's a beauty, a close friend, a friend. Though my relationship with him has grown every day, every year. I, we will be lifelong friends. His family's great, and it was an honor to have him on this podcast again. David, thank you for joining me. And guys, remember to give us five stars in the reviews. We're almost at 5,000 reviews. We need your help. And please subscribe. You have no idea how much it helps us. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Trade Secrets, one you can't afford to miss. Be the leader you were meant to be. Unlock your God-given potential through a doctorate in leadership at Trevecca Nazarene University. Learn in a faith-first, Christian environment with small class sizes and faculty invested in your success. Also enjoy fully online or in-person formats. Join the degree program Fortune.com ranks number three in the nation for online leadership doctorates. Apply today on Trevecca.edu lead and get your degree in just 27 months. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for people who want to know more. And now check out Curiosity's new series, Queens of Ancient Egypt. When pharaohs held the throne, their wives held the power. We see her taking precedence over the pharaoh, an absolute mastermind. All hail the queens. This is unprecedented. Watch Queens of Ancient Egypt now on Curiosity Stream with monthly, annual, and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com.